0: Welcome to the Coffee and Chip Boxes podcast, episode twenty. My name is Richard Spencer. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode once again. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the five-minute journal, of course. We're going to talk about the coffee that I introduced to you all last week from Peru. I got a coffee mug of the day. Um, it's a it's a returning favorite, and I'm really excited about uh, having it in my inventory of coffee mugs, and we're going to talk a little bit about some good news, mainly about March Madness. Like this is a time in which everybody gets excited about college basketball, and we had some history making already. So we're going to talk about that in the Good News Network section. And then finally, we're going to talk about our nerves. How can we be um, level-headed and cool-headed at the same time And allow our talents to shine, even though we sometimes face adversity, sometimes we we face overwhelming odds against us and stress and pressure and everything that just goes along with becoming the best version of ourselves. How can we overcome those issues and still maintain progress and growth? So I hope you are excited as I am to talk about that subject. So let's go ahead and get started with the five minute journal. So we're going to talk about, again, if you've been here for a while or if you're new, you know we're going to talk about three things mainly. So what I'm grateful for, what will make today great, and then finally I am. So what am I grateful for for this week? So uh, for this week, I put down my job and the people I get to work with. So the company I work with right now, this is a, a major moment for us. It comes around this time Uh, each year, and we try to create new features for products. Our salespeople go out on a lot of uh, trade shows, and our customer service really continually trying to be the best uh, people they can be and give great service to our wonderful customers. Um, And it's been a stressful time sometimes. Um, But the other day, I just looked back, and I was was, uh, thinking about the people that I work with the opportunity I get to uh, make awesome products. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of joy um, and realizing that I have some people that work hard that are amazingly talented and really care about doing great things. And that's hard to get a lot of times in a, in a total package. Like you might have a person that's talented, but they really don't don't want to work hard. Or you got a person that works hard, but they, they don't really have a talent um, that they, they, they need to get the job done. But in so many key points in our company, we got people that overcome whatever issues that they may have. If they're not as talented as they want to be, they're going to work hard to increase their talent level. Um, If, if they... Uh, don't have the best work ethic in mind um, they do their best to increase that and and when I look back at my life when I first started at this company I think I had a, a decent level of talent and I think I had a decent level of uh, of work ethic but to me it's no question that being surrounded about uh, uh, being surrounded around amazing people, allowed me to uh, increase my work ethic, to make me realize that working hard is not a bad thing. Working to be great is a good thing. Um, And it also increased my talent because I was being placed in in, in a position in which I can utilize responsibilities and I can make decisions that affect the product and other people. So just shout out to my company, Mia Rio. I I just love y'all to death. Uh, I was actually going to put that out in our little Slack channel, uh, but I held back for some reason. So if you, if you hear this on my podcast, shout out to every last coworker that I have. I love each and every one of y'all. Now we're going to talk about what would make today. Great. And for that, I put down learning more about a new web development platform. So, as a person, I have always loved school. I have always loved the ability and the opportunity to learn something new. And right now, I'm really investing a lot of time in learning a, a not a new web development platform per se, but new to me. Um, and being able to invest time and finding that time to invest in that, that um, is really awesome to me. And that's one thing that I've been really been focusing on this week so that each day I can dedicate some time to learning. And if I had one thing to suggest to you from this point, always learn, always continue to grow. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at, even if you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, I don't think we ever get to the point in which we maximize our learning capabilities or maximize our wisdom and knowledge of a chosen field. I always believe that we have a opportunity and a responsibility to grow. So uh, just take that opportunity and run with it. Because if you think about it, there's so many people in this world that would love the opportunity to go to school or love the opportunity to um, invest in their growth and to purchase books and to read and to learn tutorials and all kind of stuff that we take for granted and don't necessarily utilize. There's so many people around this world that would love the opportunity. So who are we to not take advantage of the opportunities to learn and to grow? And finally, uh, for the I am, and for those of you that don't know, when I say I am, I'm always trying to find an adjective or a verb that describes where I'm at in my life at that moment, or perhaps where I want to go in my life. And for this week, I say I am recovering. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, I play basketball more often than not. I play uh, on Sundays sometimes. And uh, I went to go play some defense. And the guy, I think he wanted to try to go dunk on me. Um, fortunately, he didn't. But unfortunately, he jumped off of one leg and hit a few of my reels with his knee. And uh, needless to say, uh, it hurts. Uh, I'm still recovering. I'm not 100%. I can't. Probably can't play basketball for the next couple of weeks. I haven't been able to exercise because of the pain, and because of that, I allow that to become an excuse and to eat anything that I saw and uh, getting a few pounds and things like that, but uh, I'm recovering now, and I'm going to focus on getting back to being 100% and start working out and uh, start eating right again. So let's talk about this amazing coffee that I introduced to you all last week. Uh, I don't have to call it in a name in front of me, but I do know it's from Peru. And I must say that it has really aged real. Um, a lot of the coffees that I get, they're good for like three to four days. Uh, about a week in, it just tastes horrible to me. But this has stood the test of time. Like, it, it, of course, it lost a little bit of its flavor, but it has been good almost every single day that I've had it. I uh, pour the coffee in all kinds of ways. I used the uh, AeroPress one time, I used a normal pour over a few times, and it has been really, um, how can I say it, versatile. No matter what I put it through, it has been good almost every single time. So shout out to the company that uh, roasted that coffee. It is amazing. And finally, uh, for the Coffee Corner, This coffee mug is making a comeback. I think it's the second time on the show. It's a black and white coffee mug, mostly black. And uh, it's from Atlanta. It has Atlanta in big letters at the bottom. But up top, you can see almost like the downtown skyline. So you can see the names in the top of the building. So you see the Georgia Aquarium. Uh, You see stuff like the Fernbank Science Center, you see a Centennial Olympic Park. You see the Georgia Dome, R.I.P. Uh, you see Turner Field. That's old school, R.I.P. Uh, the Atlanta Zoo, Piedmont Park, all the cool stuff, man. They need to update it to get that uh, that new Mercedes Stadium up in there. But uh, just shout out to Atlanta. I love that city. Uh, I, 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 it's funny. I, I, I became a man in certain ways up there. I went through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of stressful situations, a lot of situations that I don't ever want to be in again. Um, But it has been some amazing moments in my life in Atlanta as well. So I love that city. Shout out. Y'all keep it going. Keep doing your thing up there. All right. So let's get to the Good News Network. So it's March. So you know what that means. It's March Madness. Uh, This is the main time that everybody kind of falls in love with the uh, college basketball for a few weeks. Like to be honest, because of the way things work right now, um, if you're not a, a student of some of these colleges or a former student of some of these colleges, the interest in the regular season has declined a little bit, at least in my opinion. Um, but no matter what, everybody get hyped up for March madness. And we're in that time right now. And, uh, yesterday, yesterday was amazing. it, Some history was made Uh, for the first time in history. A 16th ranked team beat the first ranked team, so that means that UMBC. I wonder how many of you know what UMBC stands for. I'm gonna give you a few seconds. All right, uh, UMBC beat Virginia, which is which was the number one team overall. And, of course, the number one team in their division. So, for those of you that don't know, the way March Madness works is that, I believe, 64 teams are chosen, 64, 65. It depends on how they handle that that last couple of teams. But they divide them up into four different divisions, um, and they rank them from 1 to 16 in each division. And the way it works is that the number one team plays the 16th ranked team. The number two team plays the fifth fifteenth ranked team and on and on and on. And for the first time in history, a number sixteenth rank a uh, comp I mean basketball team and one of the divisions beat the number one ranked team, which is absolutely amazing and I didn't think that would ever happen, but that what is that's what history is about, right? Stuff that's happening that never happened before. So uh I look at that and For those of you that know me, I'm always looking for little things that happens in the world to motivate myself and to uh, keep myself in check in a certain way. So uh, I got two lessons for you from just March Madness. So lesson one, keep playing even if you're not considered the best. So UMBC, which is, I actually had to look it up, which is crazy. Uh, It's the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. That's it, I think. Uh, But, yeah, so UMBC was not considered the best. It was actually considered the worst in their division. But you know what? They didn't allow ranking. They didn't allow what people say to stop them from playing. They showed up that night and showed out. They went and played They heart out. They played defense. They played offense. They chased every uh, loose ball. They never gave up. They didn't say, okay, people don't believe in me, so why why should I continue to try my best? No, they came in and played and won and made history. And lesson two is, don't sleep while you're at the top. So Virginia, you know, they were just killing everybody. I think they lost, what, three games for the whole season? They beat my favorite team, the University of North Carolina. And I'm not saying that. They, you know, they took the game lightly, but more than likely they did. They, they slept on this team. They probably thought they could just play mediocre and just get the job done, but um, it's just a reminder that we can't be mediocre no matter how we feel about our success. No matter if we're on the top or the bottom, we gotta continue to strive to be the best, even if we're considered the best. All right, so let's jump into the main topic for this week's discussion. We're gonna talk about uh, chapter two in the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Last week, we talked about recognizing your power, your power of perception, recognizing that no matter what happens in your life, you get to decide how you interpret those uh, actions or situations that you're in. So even if the situation is considered bad, you have the power to make that decision, to see it as something good, no matter what situation it may be. So this week, we're going to talk about steady your nerves. Um, And this starts off with a great quote from Theodore Roosevelt. It says, what such a man needs is not courage, but nerve control, cool headedness. This is what he can get only by practice. So, I pulled out a cr- a few quotes uh, that we're going to talk about. So let's just let's just start off with a basic breakdown of life. So first of all, I'm pretty sure we all can agree that bad stuff just happens. So Ryan Holiday says competitors surround your business, unexpected problems suddenly rear their heads. Our best workers suddenly Chris. The computer system can't handle the load that we're putting on it. We're out of our comfort zone. The boss is making us do all the work. Everything is falling and crashing down around us exactly when we feel like we can't handle it anymore. Um, so the more and more you think about it, like just analyze your life in general and those around you. More often than not, Uh, you realize that as humans that we can just be an emotional mess. Like there's so much going on in our life that it's really hard sometimes for us to keep it all together. Like for an example, imagine you're a teacher, right? And you got kids just wilding out, they're fighting, they're throwing pencils in the air, they're just uh, going to sleep while you're trying to teach a lesson, they don't listen, they just love to play. Imagine the stress that you may have as a teacher, at that moment and how emotional it can uh, bear down on you. Or another example, let's imagine that you're an executive assistant with a super duper mean boss that wants you to do everything 24 hours a day. Doesn't really give you a uh, motivation, doesn't really give you praise, doesn't say thank you when you go get her coffee or his coffee or or anything like that. Imagine the stress that you are having at that moment or or imagine the stress when you're just driving along um, in your car and you just suddenly get in car, a car accident. Or one, one of my favorite things, just imagine you being a parent. So how many parents are, are out there? Like, you know that life can be stressful. There's no question about it. It just, that's the way life is on earth. Like, bad stuff just happens and there's no way around it. But then not only that, Um, not only does bad stuff happen, right? But we often have to deal with bad people. And Ryan Holiday says that, and that's just the stuff that happens unintentionally. Don't forget there are people, there are always people out there looking to get you. They want to intimidate you. They want to rattle you. They want to pressure you into making a decision before you've gotten all of the facts. They want you thinking and acting on their terms, not yours. And to me when I look back at my life that just rings true. Like think about all of the bad relationships that you have. Remember the bad boyfriend that you had, the bad girlfriend that you had, the bad husband or wife, uh, the bad friend that you thought was your friend but come to find out they were just using you to get the things that they want. Just imagine all of the t- people that you had to deal with before your your boss that that, that didn't really care about your your career or anything like that there's so many people that we have to deal with that doesn't have our best interests in mind they're focusing solely on their interests and they are willing to stress you out and to put you through trouble just to get what they want now when you combine all of that stuff right the bad stuff that just happens unintentionally the bad people that happens intentionally Uh, it's easy to see that the odds are stacked against us. No wonder our nerves are messed up, right? Like, we just have so much stuff against us no matter what's going on in life. Like, I kind of, this stuff, when I think about it, kind of reminds me of my mom. Like, I remember when me and my brother, we used to fight all the time. We just love fighting each other. And my mom, she'll say, you know what, y'all getting on my last nerve. Like, I just remember that, <laughs> like, like she, at that moment, she recognized what I'm talking about, about just stressful situations, no matter if it's intentional or unintentional. So at this point, uh, we have a question that we need to answer. Like, this, this is a question that has to be answered at one time or another in our life. And that question is this. Are we going to let events and people dictate our emotions or are we going to take back control over them? That's the question. And 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 I want to say to you right now, if you want to become the best version of yourself, if you want to be elite, if you want to be happy, you know what I mean? If you want peace in your life, I say we have to take control. Like it's a no brainer. We have to take control back from bad people, back from um, unintentional, stressful situations, and take control over our emotions. Ryan Holiday says, when we aim high, pressure and stress obligatorily comes along for the ride. Stuff is going to happen that catches us off guard, threatens or scares us. Surprises are almost guaranteed the risk of being overwhelmed is always there. So based on what he just said, it, it reminds me and I hope it reminds you that uh, we must understand that pressure and stress comes with the territory of being great. Okay, so let's not be surprised. Let us not be be caught off guard uh, from pressure and stress. Because if, if we're going, if we all have a, a, a destination that we're trying to reach, right? Like, even if we don't have a world on it, I, I do know that we're all trying to go somewhere, whether it's better physical fitness, whether it's being a better parent, whether it's being a better uh, employee, whether it's being a better uh, entrepreneur. Uh, we always, at least I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you, you're trying to go somewhere, and the thing that I notice when I'm driving, when I'm trying to go somewhere, there's always gonna be traffic. Like no matter where I'm at, no matter in the smallest city in the world, at one moment, at somewhere along that road, I'ma be in traffic, whether it's one car or whether it's like 18 million cars, at least that's the way it felt when I was driving in Atlanta. No matter what, you're gonna have traffic. And no matter what or where you're going through in your life, you're going to have pressure and you're going to have stress. So let's recognize that. Let's Before it happens, let us recognize that the opportunity for pressure and stress is virtually 100%. And then Ryan Holiday goes on to say that in these situations, talent is not the most sought after characteristic. Grace and poise are. Because these two attributes precede the opportunity to deploy any other skill, My, that is an amazing quote, man. I wish I could give him a high five right now because that quote lets me know that talent is not enough. Like when we look at people that are great, when we look at Beyonce, when we look at Jay Z, when we look at a uh, let me see Kelly Clarkson. Like shout out to K- Kelly Clarkson. I read uh, uh, I read an article about her about how when you think about American Idol, like she is it, like, like she is the shining star of having the opportunity and just running with it and just making life out of that one opportunity. But when you think about all of those people, when you think about the presidents, when you think about leaders, when you think about your parents, um, when you think about anybody that has been in a pressure or a stressful situation, Yes, they did have talent, right? But at those vital moments, their talent wasn't the most important thing. It was their grace. It was the ability to think, even though emotions may be high among them. Um, And why? Because you cannot shine. Your talent cannot shine through when fear and stress and pressure it's pushing it back. You have to allow grace, poise, and cool-headedness to be there for you so that talent can walk through that door. When I think about some of my favorite athletes, people like Tom Brady, people like Kobe uh, Bryan, of course. When we think about the greatest basketball player of all time, people like Michael Jordan. When we think about a uh, Man, what's my man name from tennis? Ah, Roger Federer. Like, when we think about those people, when we think about the pressure that they have, like think about Roger Federer for a moment. Let's put aside the team aspect of stuff. This man is going on one on one with somebody opposite of him in front of a million plus eyes. Imagine the pressure that he feels at that moment. He is one of the most talented guys ever but it wasn't necessarily talent that allowed him to win so many championships. It was that he didn't allow the situation, he didn't allow the pressure, he didn't allow the stress to push down his talent. He was able to channel his emotions, to be cool, to be calm, and to allow his talent to shine through those aspects he allowed him to control his nerves and he didn't allow the spectators and his opponent to control his nerves. So what do we need? What, what do we need um, to be cool? What do we need to not allow pressure to overwhelm us and to make us shut down? We need two things according to Ryan Holiday. We need defiance and and I love this stuff. So so check this out. So he says that ultimately nerve is a matter of defiance and control. That's the first portion. Like I refuse to acknowledge that. I don't agree to be intimidated. I resist the temptation to declare this a failure. So we need to be able to be de- to be defiant in the face of adversity. Um, Let let me think of a a good example. So um, I had an opportunity to earn my master's. uh, I think it was a few months ago. I had one class to take in order uh, to take this final. I mean, to, to get my master's degree. I failed the class the first time, so I wasn't allowed to use scholarships or anything to pay the money. Um, Me and my wife, we got together and and through the grace of God, uh, we found the money. We had the money uh, to pay for the class. Um, And to me, it was a one shot deal. It it was either I pass this class because the class costs way too much money. Either I pass this class or I just don't earn my master's period uh, uh, unless some America happens. So the pressure was on for six weeks. It was a six week course. It was a quantitative method, so it was a lot of math, a lot of statistics, a lot of uh, integrals and differentiate Wait, I forgot how you say that word, but you look it up. It starts with a D. Uh, differentials, I think that's it. Uh, all kind of crazy stuff, right? Stuff that I've I've done back in the day, and I was amazing at. But at my old age of thirty-eight, I kind of lost that skill a little bit. The the talent was on, um, but at that moment, I was defiant. I was saying no, I, I know I failed last time, but I'm not gonna fail again. I know I didn't focus last time, but I refuse not to put my all into this. I refuse to allow myself to play video games and watch TV rather than studying and working hard. You have to be defined. it takes a strong person to say no, I, I'm not gonna be intimidated. I'm not allow you, I'm not gonna allow you to dictate my emotions. I'm not going to allow you to take joy out of my current situation. I'm not going to allow you to pressure me. I'm not going to allow you to stress me out. It, it takes defiance and it takes, yes, a little bit of courage for that. And then he says that nerve is also a matter of acceptance. Well, I guess it's on me now then, you know, that's what a person that accepted says. I don't have the luxury of being shaken up about this or we playing close calls in my head. I'm too busy and too many people are counting on me. So we have to accept the current situation sometimes. Like uh, for an example, in my company, there are times in which we have to get a product out or a feature out really quickly. And it takes um, an extreme amount of hours to work in order to get it done. And I'm finally at a point in my life in which I'm I'm able to accept the current situation and still shine through it. Rather than saying, oh my goodness, I gotta do all this work because it wasn't planned out correctly. Now I'm saying, I'm in this situation, I'm a senior developer, and I accept the responsibility to get this product, to get this feature across the finish line. So are you defiant in your life? Are you accepting? Can you accept your current situation and still shine through? Um, So in summary, before we get out of here, I always want to leave you a little bit of something. So summary is, according to Ryan Holiday again, there is always a counter move, always an escape or a way through. So there is no reason to get worked up. No one said it would be easy. And of course the states are high, but the path is there for those ready to take it. So from me to you, keep it moving. I like to say, keep it moving. You know, you stressed out, keep it moving. You gotta work till midnight, keep it moving. You got uh, you got two little girls that don't listen to you. One is just super smart and try to find a clever way to out of it. The other one, uh, just tell you no, keep it moving. Find clever ways to get them to do what you need them to do. Um, and the other one is, I, I say, I like to say, that's what's up. You know, people trying to keep me down. That's what's up. Keep it moving. People, uh, I got uh, a whole bunch of stuff to do. I got this final exam to take. And I um, I got to make an A in order to pass the class. That's what's up. You know, uh, let me see. Let me think of, can I kind of come up with another one. Uh I'm on the basketball court, and this guy just dunking on everybody, but I got to guard him every single time. That's what's up. Uh, so finally, <laughs> that's what's up. I'm going to try to make that even more popular. I'm pretty sure that's popular already, but I'm making a, make a comeback. Uh, so toolkit. So so I always want to leave you with something that you could think about, something that you can remember or use. And this is coming from my heart. I, I say that talent is cool and needed. But what happens when your world turns upside down and things you expect doesn't happen and things you fear does? That's when your ability to be cool and control your nerves is more valuable than your talent. So let's do that. Let's be cool, let's be calm, let's control our nerves and let our talents shine through in the midst of pressure, stress and chaos. So once again, this is Coffee and Chip Boxes, episode 20. Thank you so much for joining me again. See y'all next week. And uh, remember, you're going to have pressure this week. You're going to have stress. But hey, let's shine. Let's keep it moving. And when bad stuff happens, hey, that's what's up.